Hello and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. If you're watching right now, you're seeing I'm showcasing the finger tattoos that I have because this week Get Wood is brought to you by the small business New York City located in the East Village Reups Tattoo. That's right, Reups Tattoo. All your tattoo needs taken care of right there in the old East Village of New York City. Hi, gang. Welcome to the show. It's Get Wood with Jess Wood. Guess what? I'll tell you what my fingers mean. I love wood. That's wood in hieroglyphics. That's right, fuckers. Wood. I love wood. And yes, that is a double entendre. How do you do? Hey, it's the wolf. What's up? What's up, y'all? Nice to see everybody. Uh, thankful for you. Thankful for your hot, hot turkey breasts. Um, I am, yeah, these are my hot turkey breasts. I've got my turkey breasts out for you tonight to be grateful. We should all be grateful and thankful for titties and the touching of them. I know it's important to remember that uh, the gratitude gratitude is my attitude yeah hey uh this show today is brought to you by god damn it i was sick for fucking days and days and then i decided to do the show and i got well and i feel so much better Ooh, i'm all cleared out you understand Shh, they, i cleared myself out for you i know oh good god um i was not raised with this holiday in my life uh my mom if you know me you know my mom is like the jewish uh black panther she hated anything that had to do with anything uh colonizing and she was right she was fucking right uh, a jew from new york city or from queens my mother who got a nose job and changed her name before i was born so i didn't know i was a jew but now i do hello hello my honey hello my baby and so Ellen, my mom's name was Ellen, L, oh, Mama L, she really didn't appreciate America. Uh, she didn't like it at all. And she knew, and she raised me to not like it as well. Like I wasn't allowed to do the Pledge of Allegiance. If you know me, you know this. But also, uh, she hated Thanksgiving. Oh God, Thanksgiving. Ugh, what, what are we, what are we celebrating? The slaughter of a people? You know, she was very, uh, intense uh, about it <laughs> and I couldn't make anything at school there was no turkey hats or you know turkey hands made out of the hand no Jesse I'm not gonna put it on the fridge I'm not I would never put that on the fridge and I wish that you would not partake in it at all oh god horrifying they, they called the, the white man the white man called the 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 natives savages when really in reality jesse the white men always have been and always will be the savages and she was right you know she was right and and i i agree and listen i spent the last two years in albuquerque new mexico or as my friend uh tyler lovely would say albuquerque new mexico come on shut up i love you i miss you you know when <clears throat> when my best friend baron told me to go move to albuquerque and i didn't know one person and he said to me jess you gotta go to albuquerque they're so you they will get you you will get them you are so albuquerque 
<laughs> excuse me. So I moved there and it's gun violence, meth addiction and sex trafficking. And I was like, you know what? He's right. I do get it. And they get me and we get each other. And Albuquerque was like Compton and uh, Santa Fe was like Beverly Hills. So, <laughs> Burke, yes. Uh, excuse me, I must, hi, excuse me, you'll have a close-up. I have to get some water because you know why? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm still coughing a little bit. I am. I haven't had any cardio, wink, wink, in a long time. Why am I winking? Because you know I mean fucking. So uh, I have been talking about it a lot, though. You know, my mom raised me right. That's why. I I hope you guys have been having a good day. No matter what this day means to you, at least it's a fucking day off if you're not having to work. A lot of people do have to still work, though, so I don't even understand how that works. Work, 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 work. Um, speaking of working, my mother was a working actor once in a while. Not all the time. You know what I'm talking about. So we were on welfare a lot of the time. But uh, she was on an episode of this show called Soap that had a marathon on today. A marathon on a channel called Antenna, which who the fuck knows what that is. And uh, (laughs) excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm going to just cough throughout this whole gosh darn thing. So uh, so soap. Oh, hey, baby. So soap is on. All day long, all day there's a marathon on soap. Hi, Alex. And uh, and I'm watching and I'm doing other things, obviously. I have a life, not really, but I'm doing stuff today and I'm writing things down. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm a lot of times I'm carrying around my notebook to prep for this and to prep for going on stage for stand-up. So that's what I'm always doing. I'm always thinking, you guys. I'm always planning, thinking, scheming, planning, wondering, hustling, And so uh, my face was not at the TV. Like I wasn't facing the TV, but I could hear the TV. And I heard my mom's voice in a character voice. Uh, All right, I'll talk about the Kill Tony episode as well. Uh, The character voice uh, that my mom was playing, she was playing a New Yorker, which she actually is, was. Anyway, I heard her say, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he says to me, he says, and I'm like, oh, check her out. (laughs) Sounds like my mom. And so I look up, it's my fucking mom. And I'm like, ah, it's my mom. It was very exciting for me. Uh, so thank you. Uh, as requested by the wolf of partiness, of party town, uh, I will talk about the Kill Tony episode. How you doing, Kill Tony? He was not Italian, but uh, he should have been because, you know, Kill Tony sounds like a mob hit or something, right? Sounds like something you would tell a mobster in the back of a fucking garage in New Jersey. Hey, shh, Kill Tony. Uh, so listen, um, Kill Tony is a a very strange show and a lot of people love it. And I say, good guy, hell yeah, you fucking love it. Love on it, baby. But it's a very strange show for a comedian because you go and there's hundreds of comedians there wanting to get on stage. And there's one bucket with everybody's name in it and uh, randomly chosen from Tony as, as in Kill Tony. And, uh, and the, and the first time that I went up, he was very nice. And the first time I went up, the guy who, the comic, because they always had a guest comic who was like a name comic, like a celebrity type. And this guy was from a bunch of shit that I'd seen on TV, but his, uh, Ranzoni, Steve Ranzini. Anyway, what he's famous for is lying about being at 9-11, 
It's not a great thing to be famous for. But that was his claim to fame at that point in, in that moment. So I didn't bring that up because I'm not trying to be an asshole. Uh, <clears throat> but um, the Kiltoni guys, at first, they were very like, you know, they're not that smart. I love them so much, but they're not that smart. I came on and I talked about being shot in a drive-by. That was my one minute. You get one minute to tell a joke. 60 seconds. That's it. I've seen people bomb like Iraq and that shit. So I tell my joke. I was prepared. You know me. I'm funny. I'm prepared. I got it. So I go in. I tell my joke. And I talk about getting shot in a drive-by and hanging out with gang members. And the first thing he asked me is if I've been with another woman. Have you ever been with another lady? Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Who cares? What does that have to do with the fucking joke and the gang member and the fucking... Anyway, I found it to be very uh, low-hanging fruit. Oh, you watch it for the bombs. See, isn't that interesting? I know a lot of people really enjoy watching people bomb, but I, as a comedian who's been doing this for 20-plus years, you have to understand, I, I see people struggle constantly, and they take up my time. Do you, under, do you understand? As far as I look at it, they're taking my stage time. They're taking up the time that I could be entertaining the audience. They're just fucking wasting time and getting like clogging the arteries of comedy. Does that make sense? When I was coming up in comedy a while ago, before everybody was so fucking scared, when I was coming up, Patrice O'Neill, do you know him? Because you got to Google and watch Patrice O'Neill because he was like the godfather when I came up. He used to yell at us he used to yell at us younger comics and be like, you're not fucking ready yet. Go and do open mics for another couple years and then come back. So they got to filter them out. I guess so. Filter them out somehow, I guess. Oh, it makes me crazy. It makes me absolutely crazy, though. I don't know. It shouldn't make me so crazy, but it does. So crates. <laughs> and I can't stop fucking coughing. Is this going to be a, a shorter... Mm might be a shorter episode this week. Good grief. Anyway, my mom, you know, <laughs> my mom hated Thanksgiving. My mom hated Christmas. My mom hated everything. She hated Mother's Day. But she always would say to me shit like, oh, God, Jesse, who cares? It's a Hallmark holiday. And then she'd say like, well, but you are getting something for your mama, aren't you? She spoke about herself in the third person a lot. Uh, anyway, I... I am here to tell you a story, that, well, a couple stories, but um, I was in special ed as a kid. Anybody else in special education? You know what I'm talking about. If you're a comedian, you're probably in special ed, right? You, Not that you had to take the short bus, but maybe you did. I was in special education, which means in smaller classes, the people that were there were physically fucked up, disabilitated. <laughs> I can't even talk. And physically and mentally uh, fucked up. So we, uh, oh, David Telt. Yeah, that's great. Those guys. Yeah, sure. Those, those are great guys. Um, great comics, you know, very good. Uh, anyway, special ed, I was in special ed and there was a teacher's aide and I didn't remember this until I was on the subway the other night and I was looking at a guy, I was kind of staring too long at this very handsome guy across the way on the subway. I was really staring at him much too much. And, uh, 
he looked at me and I looked at and I, and I smiled to try to be like, sorry. And he smiled and I thought, oh, my God, he fucking looks exactly like this guy. Now, who's the guy? The guy was the he was the helper. What's it called? Teacher's aide. Right. The T.A. But he was a student also in school. But he happened to be not in special ed so he could help the special ed, you know, the Tardos that needed a little extra help, even though it was a small class, smaller, you know, not as many students, but still we needed as much help as we could get. So this young man was very handsome, very handsome. He was tall. He was a mixed gentleman. His name was York. And I remember really well because I was obsessed with New York as a kid because I'd lived here as a little kid for like a second. And I always knew I got to go back to New York. Fuck L.A. I'm going back to New York. New York is where it's at. New York, the big time, big time New York. So uh, I remember York. Well, somehow in my, you know, hustle, because I was, I've, I've hustled since I was a little kid uh, and I've, I've usually gotten my way. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but I really know how to talk, you know. Also, using your sex as a young lady, always, usually, I hate to be shitty to you guys, but God, you fall for it every fucking time. So anyway, it wasn't like I was trying to kill the guy or get him over to my house and trick him into something. I really did want to fuck him, but I told him I needed extra help with my schoolwork because, you know, I'm special ed. I don't fucking know what's going on. I can't understand these word problems. York, take me home. Well, he didn't take me home to his house. I took him home to where I lived with my uh, maybe daddy and his wife. And I'll tell you what. Uh, there was an attic. Not an attic? There was an upstairs. Out, you had to go outside and then go upstairs above the house. It was a house. It was an actual house that, the, that, that my stepmother had uh, purchased. Uh, in Hollywood, and uh, there was like an upstairs room. It's one room upstairs. You had to go around the outside of the house and go up the stairs and then go into this room. Well, long story short, I took York into this room upstairs on the counter. We had to study alone quietly, not have any disturb because I needed, you know, a lot of help and uh, ended up fucking. And so I don't think he'd ever had sex before and he shouldn't have and I shouldn't have been so well versed at the sex by that time, but I was and that's how it went. But he kept coming by and oh, my stepmom, so grateful that he was coming to help, you know, the tutor. He was tutoring me after school. Ah, something. He was doing something. I don't know. Did I learn anything more? No. Not a goddamn thing. Did I teach him some stuff? Fucking definitely. <coughs> Excuse me. Good Lord. And I'm going to blame this cold on another comedian. There was a comedian at a fucking mic a, a week or two ago, and she kept saying, I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID. I just have a cold. <coughs> and she said, do you guys care if you get a cold? And we were like, yeah. And she goes, why would you care? It's just a cold. It's not COVID. Bitch. 3,000 or 50,000 people die from the flu every year. Does anybody ever talk about that? <coughs> but don't go get a shot. Oh, my God. I'm going to fall over. Anyway, I don't want to cough anymore. I just wanted to tell you that York, I miss you. I don't know where you are. This gentleman on the train really reminded me of you. <coughs> if you are nearby, please get in touch. Mm. 
Anyway, I'm going to have to beg out of here, you guys. I'm sorry to cut it short, but <clears throat> it's not fair to you that I continue to cough. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the, the airwaves. But uh, listen, did you enjoy your last day of warmth? If you live in a cold climate, did you have a last day of warmth that you enjoyed? Because I will tell you I did. And I want to thank my my sister, Alexis, for coming out. She's not my, you know, blood sister. It's a fr- fr- family, family. We danced on the boardwalk on Coney Island. We danced and danced until we couldn't dance anymore. Puerto Rican drum players, uh, black eyes with the EDM music. We went people to people, group to group, danced our fucking asses off, and it felt so great. Uh, I love you guys so much. I hope you're dancing as much as you can. I miss Borque, too. Thank you, Party Wolf. Um, I'm going to go because this is insane. <laughs> but you all have a great evening and um, uh, hug the ones you love and tell them you love them. Tell everybody you love them because people are, we're, we're losing a lot of people. And just remember, speak up when you see some shit that looks wrong and that you know is wrong. Speak up, speak out against that shit and love, let love win. These motherfuckers can't get us. We outnumber them. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. I love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, really though. Like really, it's, um, I can't keep going because my cough is really bad. I love you. I love you. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. I love you.